Pirates versus Tyrants. This is the Tom Wren Show, where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. Welcome to the show, folks. Uh, you know, I'm going to talk about something that's actually pretty, a pretty near and dear to my heart type issue, and it's uh, it's it's big right now. It's kids. I love kids. Uh, you know, I mean, I talk frequently. I'm a dad, and uh, I love 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 the dad thing. In fact, I was really looking at uh, kind of focusing my my legal practice on a lot of stuff related to kids prior to the uh, COVID nonsense. You know, this was a big, big deal to me. It's always been a big deal to me. And uh, I love working with kids. I love mentoring kids. I just love kids in general. Uh, they're, they're awesome. Uh, they're, they're so much more fun than adults. Have you ever noticed that? If you're around kids and you don't notice that they're more fun, there's something wrong. And I need that because I'm a pretty serious guy and I kind of I don't know, stick in the mud. I'm not all that fun. So I like being around kids because they're fun and they, they pull me into that kind of fun zone. So, uh, and, and I am, I'm a big child, right? Like I love playing with kids. Just kids are great. And, uh, they're, they're a blessing. They're a gift from God. You know, being a parent is a real gift. And, uh, it's something that, I mean, it's just human nature. If you've got, if you're not interested in preserving and protecting kids, there's something wrong with you. It's just that simple. Well, we've got the sound of freedom out now, right? And everybody's uh, been talking about this. And I know that this has been out a bit and it's already made its rounds and this, that, and other. But, you know, I've been thinking about how to talk about this. And, uh, you know, it's had its kind of big initial splash. And the, you know, I had some time to settle and I wanted to see what was going to happen. And now I really want to remind you about it. And, uh, by the way, I'm not getting anything out of this. There's nothing that I get for endorsing it. Um, I'm, but I'm endorsing it. I'm endorsing you going to see it. I'm encouraging you to go see it. I'm encouraging you to uh, support this movie. And I want to talk about a little bit of the stuff related to it, right? <clears throat> so the child trafficking thing, it's real. It's very real. It's a very serious issue. And I know that most of you are aware that it's a real issue. But, 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 a lot of people don't understand what's happening. There's a lot of rumor out there and a lot of conspiracy theory. So I want to hit some of this stuff and talk about some of this and kind of lay out, because what's happening right now is you have a massive, massive amount of fact-checking and work by the mainstream to try and discredit Jim Caviezel and Sound of Freedom and all these guys. And, that you know, oh, all this conspiracy theory. And, and the best is when I see them try and tie it uh, to, to racism. I mean, somehow through some, and I've looked this up and I've done my homework on this. These people have literally tried to tie this into anti-Semitism. How is child sex trafficking any way, shape or form related to, to the Jewish people? It's not. And when you say it's anti-Semitic, you're the one that's tying it to the Jewish people. I'm not. I don't think there's anything. I don't think that has anything to do with Jewish people. I mean, you got to be some sort of a lunatic to be tying this to a specific race. What kind of an idiot ties a, a, a blood cult nonsense, child trafficking stuff to a race? That's dumb. 
only the fact checkers, but that's what they do, right? The fact checkers are a bunch of racists and they always want to make everything about race. And since they are uncomfortable with us talking about child sex trafficking, which leads me to wonder why, uh, you know, they have to try and say you're a racist for being involved with, uh, you know, or against child sex trafficking. Well, let's talk about child sex trafficking, right? And we're going to even get into adrenochrome. I have some actual fact type stuff for you on adrenochrome. So stick with me through the segment, but let me start out with this. This is from Save the Children, right? Savethechildren.org. And I got these statistics. And this is uh, primarily from United Nations. So I'm guessing that all of these statistics are dramatically uh, under, under uh, less than what they probably actually are, underreported. So uh, when they talk about uh, trafficking, United States, it's the recruitment, transfer, harboring, or receipt of persons. And uh, it, the threat or use of force, coercion, abduction, fraud, deception, abuse, of power or vulnerability or giving payments and benefits to person in control of the victim. And the purpose is the exploitation, which includes exploiting prostitution of others, sexual exploitation, forced labor, slavery, or similar practices, and the removal of organs. Did you know that, folks? Did you know that trafficking, according to the United Nations, the United Nations, so not exactly a right-wing group, right, includes uh, not only sexual exploitation, but also slavery and the removal of organs. How about that? How about that? Huh. Well, there's more. There's a lot of misinformation in there, according to the article. Uh, And here are a bunch of myths. Myth number one, traffickers target victims they don't know. That's, that's not true. Actually, a majority of trafficking is done by people who know someone. Another myth, only girls and women are victims of trafficking. That's not true at all. Uh, boys are also very much exploited and victims of trafficking. Uh, another myth, all human trafficking involves sex or prostitution. It doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, it includes recruitment of child soldiers, sex trafficking, and forced prostitution for sure, but also slavery and organ trafficking. Did you know that? Think about this. Trafficking involves killing people to harvest their organs. And maybe adrenochrome. I don't know. We can't prove. I don't have any anything to prove that, but we'll get to the adrenochrome in a minute. Um, boy, that just set the fact checkers off. Oh, here we go. Um, trafficking involves uh, traveling, transporting, moving a person across borders. That's a myth. It's not. It's not the same as smuggling. They're confused. Trafficking just means that you're controlling and, and using and exploiting someone, right? It, it doesn't mean that you're transporting them. That's smuggling. Uh, there's another myth. People being trafficked are physically unable to leave or held against their will. That's not true at all. Uh, that's not true at all. And that's a big deal. They can be controlled through drug addiction, violent relationships, manipulations, lack of financial independence, isolation from family or friends, or physical restraints. This is something that happens frequently with illegal aliens, right? We see illegal aliens come that are trafficked, and what they do 
is uh, they will they will put these guys in bondage where they're they're so financially dependent or or this that or the other that they're essentially slaves. We do have slavery here in the United States, and it's a egregious and horrible thing. Uh, last myth here in this page is that trafficking uh, only occurs in developing countries. No, it's here in the United States. We have a lot of trafficking that, that occurs. Where do you think all these illegal aliens go? Some of them are working. Some of them are free. Some of them are in hotel, first-class hotel rooms in New York. But some are trafficked. They're enslaved. They're in situations where they're serving whoever they're serving, right? So this is a big deal. Uh, you know, and this is something that is a huge, huge uh, issue. And it's it's something, uh, here's the page, right? Here's the page. This is uh, Save the Children. And you'll notice over here, 27% uh, of all trafficking kids, and that this is from the UN. I mean, this is according to the UN, right? Uh, you see that uh, right here is the United Nations. Uh, says uh, So, when we talk about this, this isn't just me saying this, right? I'm doing my homework on, on all fronts. And uh, so there's a lot more. Now, the thing that you got to understand is that trafficking is occurring, and it's a horrible thing. Now, within Hollywood, there's this nonsense, uh, uh, and I, let, me, let me rephrase that. It's not nonsense. There are all sorts of theories and conspiracy theories about the widespread use of adrenochrome. Now, I had never heard of this until a couple of years ago. Adrenochrome and it is a real thing. So let's talk about adrenochrome first. Okay, so adrenochrome, uh, this is, according to the NIH, uh, is a very real thing. And let me show you what it is. Uh, here is a screen. The, the screen. This is uh, uh, reported by NIH and others. And let me make it a little bigger for you. Um, when we look at this, this is the chemical formula for adrenochrome, and adrenochrome is a known class of chemicals, and it's generally der derived from the oxidation of adrenaline. And uh, it was studied and looked at as a possible treatment and uh, different things for schizophrenia and different things in the past. So adrenochrome is a real thing. And in fact, not only is it a real thing, but let me show you this, right? Uh, the NIH, the National Institutes of Health, has a library. And in that library, uh, they, show, they, they you know, collect all the different scientific articles. Well, I did this. So this is a search, National Library of Medicine, for the term adrenochrome. And as you can see, there are, just from PubMed, 922 articles. Uh, you've got uh, you know, two here, five there, six there, 11 here, 157 uh, substances on PubChem. You've got all these different things. Now, this is the National Library of Medicine from the NIH, right? This is a government website, and this is where they have these articles that are, uh, they're scientific. This is follow the science. This is the science, right? And, you know, I looked through some of these, not all of them. 
And, uh, you know, adrenochrome is a legitimate thing because I wanted to get to this. What's truth? What's lie? Because everybody's, you know, anytime I hear Hollywood talking about it as a Q conspiracy, I feel like I need to look and see whether it's real because, you know, they lie all the time. So adrenochrome is a real thing. It's a real and legitimate thing. And uh, it's a very big deal. Uh, But, 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 but. There, not everything about this is true, right? So adrenochrome uh, is created by oxidizing epinephrine, uh, adrenaline, things like that. It is something that can be manufactured, I believe, without the Q theory type stuff, the bloodletting of children type things. Now, this is where this becomes a really important conversation. Are people using adrenochrome? I don't know. I've got no proof of it, none whatsoever. Um, Is it a real substance? Yes, it absolutely is. Could it be something that was potentially harvested from the blood of a terrified child? So the adrenochrome uh, conspiracy theory is that you've got kids in cages and they scare them to death and they harvest their blood and then they use their blood in these satanic ceremonies that do this, that, and other. Is that happening? Maybe. Maybe. I mean, there is a ton of conspiracy theory about it. There's a ton of people talking about it and saying it's true and offering all this various forms of evidence. Now, here's the problem, and here's where my attorney universe comes into play. I have had, and I'm putting this out there as a request, okay? I want to protect children. I, if there are satanic rituals going on where they're kidnapping kids, this, that, and other, and putting this out there, I want to fight that. Now, I keep hearing all of this stuff about how much evidence people have of these, you know, kids that are chained up in tunnels and this and that and other and eh, whatever. And they're harvesting their blood for adrenochrome. I want to sue people and fight over that. Okay. Every time I hear this, I hear, but there are no attorneys that will fight Hollywood or this or that or the other. They'll kill all the attorneys and no one will do it. I am publicly stating right now, if you provide me hard evidence that I can use of this, don't show me a picture of something that's referencing something that might be something else. I need hard evidence. I hear stories about the people who went into the the caves with all the kids in cages and this, that, and other to harvest, where they found they're harvesting there. Show me a picture. I want to fight it. I don't care if they try and shoot me. If you can show me this is happening, I will fight this. I will publicize it. I will do anything. I want to fight this, folks. I want to. But I need something real. I need something real. I'm willing to entertain the fact that these people would do that. There are people evil enough out there that I believe they would do this sort of stuff. I don't have any evidence. I don't. I want to fight this. I want to do this. You know, I look at this and I see, and I tend to think that there's a very realistic possibility this is happening on a widespread basis. I believe Jim Caviezel. I believe these people who I know from Hollywood that talk about this. But none of them have anything that they can give me for evidence. Maybe Jim does. I don't know. You show me a way that I can get evidence. In fact, I will even go so far as to tell you that if you can show me a way that I can, you know, get some people in to do some investigating that can get me the evidence, 
I'll find it. I'll go after it. I just don't even have a place to start, folks. I believe it's happening. I'm not trying to say that it's conspiracy theory that's unfounded. You know, I've found over the last few years that most conspiracy theories have a grain of truth. And the question is, can you get to the real truth or is it hidden? So I'm offering to dig into this. I'm offering, I want to fight for these kids. You know, I, Tim Ballard's got a great thing, and he's doing a lot of things to, to stop uh, real trafficking. Christy Hutchinson, a great friend of mine, she does a lot of work to fight this human trafficking. I got a lot of people fighting this, but in terms of the hard evidence of the adrenochrome and some of this stuff, I don't have anything, and I need it. I need it. Now, what I hear a lot of times from people and this, I believe, because Christy and some of these other guys have told me that th there are places that they can go to get this evidence, but it's tremendously expensive because it's obviously well guarded. And you got to hire these paramilitary investigative units that know how to do this and how to get in without having gunfights and this and other. OK, so we got to raise the funds to do it. Whatever. It's worth it if we can prove this. If it's real. But uh, but this is what I'm asking for. I believe that this adrenochrome thing is a legitimate thing, but I have no evidence of it. I believe it's worth investigating, right? Let's investigate it. Let's dig into this. If this is happening, we have got to stop this. We have got to dig into it. We need the evidence. So if you can help me with that, I look forward to it. Stay with us. Support us at TomRens.com. We'll be right back. Cofix RX nasal solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flus, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, and sleep deep. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code out loud. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Okay, welcome back, everybody. Uh, yeah, this uh, this this thing with Jason Aldean, right? Have you seen this with Jason Aldean? Uh, he's got this new song, "Try That in a Small Town." We talked a little bit about it the other day, I think. Uh, so Jason Aldean, country music guy, and I got to tell you, the left has been trying to destroy country music for quite some time. 
right? They don't like it because country music is where you get the cowboy culture and all the things that are small town that are American, pro-God, pro-family, pro-country. I mean, they do not like uh, anything to do with, with what's going on in the country music. And so they've been trying to corrupt it, right? They put more wokesters in the country music. Uh, they try and, uh, you know, left, uh, you create left country music. I mean, but it's all garbage. And the people that actually like country music don't like it. And nobody likes the pop music, right? So you get the pop country music, but the people that like pop country music are the same people that like pop, period. So they've really failed you know, it, uh, it going after country music and, and the true country music base because the people that really like country music really like country music. You know, they don't like, if they want to listen to pop and other things, that's fine. You know, and I've heard a bunch of the pop type country music and this, that, and other, and it's fine. I suppose it's just, you know, it's, it, it's a different genre. And it doesn't appeal to the real country music people. But the war on country music is part of the war on America. Country music is very much an American music. Uh, it, it's a reflection of American culture, American history. Country music's a great, great thing. Uh, yeah, I enjoy country music, right? Uh, some of it's better than others, uh, but, you know, it's, it's a good thing. Well, this, uh, this Jason L. Dean thing, right? So he releases a song, Try That in a Small Town. And I'm looking at a, an article on the, the Federalist. Uh, and, you know, when I look at this, uh, I see this, this huge, huge backlash about Jason Aldean's song. And these, these leftist lunatics keep trying to say that it's racist and pro-lynching, which is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Now, this article notes... That it's, they say, this is a curious accusation given that the song makes no reference to race at all. Instead, it's a rebuke of 20, left's 2020 Summer of Rage that ironically torched and looted countless black neighborhoods and businesses. It's also a condemnation of defund the police activists and Soros-installed DAs who refuse to prosecute violent criminals in lawless blue cities, something else that happens to have an outsized negative effect on minorities and low-income individuals. In his music video, Aldean flashes powerful images of mostly white people committing crimes, screaming in the faces of stoic cops, and lighting cities on fire. To all these urban looters and rioters, Aldean has a message. That sh something t may fly in the city, but good luck trying it in a small town. And Aldean is right. Now, here's the thing, right? I think one of the key lines here is that Aldine flashes powerful images of mostly white people committing the crimes. The 2020 Summer of Rage, not the BLM protests, okay? Let's distinguish between the BLM protests and the Summer of Rage, which had nothing to do with each other. The Summer of Rage was a bunch of white Antifa liberal snowflake weenies they were out burning down black neighborhoods and minority neighborhoods all over the country and tying themselves to the BLM protests. The BLM protests were people who I don't always agree with, but had every right to peacefully protest about you know, violence and, and policing and this and that and other. They have every right to protest peacefully. For every peaceful black protester protesting what they thought was an, uh, violence against their community, 
there were 10 white Antifa DBs out there that were Soros-funded little weenies burning their neighborhood. And these people were largely too stupid to realize that the BLM protest, not the BLM organization, because BLM as an organization is an Antifa leftist lunatic Soros-funded crap hole. That's the nicest thing I can say about it. BLM is garbage, but the people that were trying to legitimately voice their concern about a, a serious issue were ignored and ran over. It was hijacked by Soros in a summer of rage and done so very effectively because our media lied about it. They didn't bother talking about the white guys burning the black neighborhoods, which is what it was. My black brothers and sisters, this message is to you. You were used, just like you have been by the Democrat Party for the last 150 years. They've been using you. They're still using you. Your neighborhoods were not burned by, by people that were protesting police violence. They were burned by Soros-funded little weenies and Antifa activists. They were burned by criminals and thugs and monsters. And some were black, some were white, some were other. It doesn't matter. It was all racist. But they were all funded by the left. They burnt down your black neighborhoods. They burnt down your Hispanic neighborhoods. They didn't care about that. They didn't care about the black businesses that were damaged or harmed. Now, Jason L. Dean says, try that in a small town. And I'm going to tell you, I live in a small town. And I'm going to tell you that if someone tried to come and burn my house down, and it was a threat to my family's life, I'd shoot them. How about that, folks? Because I have the right to defend the life of my family legally. How's that for controversial? If I have to defend my family's life, I would, using any and all means necessary, because I have that legal right. And did I just say that publicly? Hell yeah, I did. Hell yeah. That's the attitude of a lot of people in small towns. Now, here's the here's the irony. Do I support the right of the, the protesters who are out protesting uh, you know, police violence and BLM issues? Absolutely, I do. Absolutely. They have every right to protest. And they're welcome to protest peacefully in my small town. If you want to have a march in my town, God bless you. I support you, even if I hate everything you stand for. Even if I disagree every, with everything you're saying, I absolutely, and not only do I support it, I would go to court to back you having the right to do that because the right to speak freely is necessary for America. But if you start burning and being violent and causing chaos, you're no longer credible. You're no longer speaking a message. What you're doing is becoming a criminal. And if you're threatening the lives of people, then you have those people have every right to defend themselves. And the point of Jason Aldean is try that crap in a small town. It wouldn't work because we wouldn't tolerate it. The people that listen to Jason Aldean's song comprise a huge portion of the United States. We're the portion of the United States. Uh, we're called flyover. We're called this. We're called that. The left and right uh, coasts of the country both try and, uh, you know, they oh, those flyover people in the middle, they don't matter. I got news for you guys. We're the ones that make your country work. We're the ones that, that make this country function. We're the ones that made this country great. You lunatics on the left and right, look at look at Los Angeles and New York. 
Look at Chicago. Look at these cities. They're disasters. They have a poop app for San Francisco, for God's sakes. Yet you want to look at us in our small towns. Do you know how many people poop on the street in my small town? None. You know what happened if they did? My buddy, the police chief, would arrest them. You know why? Because he's a good, smart man. And we wouldn't tolerate that. And why should we? What kind of an animal craps on the street? Don't tell me that this is something we should understand and accept. No, bullcrap, I should understand and accept that. Animals even go you know, behind a bush to crap. No, we would not accept this in a small town, and we shouldn't. And we shouldn't accept it in big towns. This whole thing is nonsense. To call Jason Aldean a racist because he's rejecting violence that was more damaging to minorities than anyone else is absurd. Jason Aldean isn't a racist. He's preaching a message that I wish that these small minority communities they burned would have known. You have the right and the obligation to stand up for yourself. Instead of letting these thugs and tyrants, many of whom were white, come into your neighborhood and burn your minority businesses, maybe you should have stood up to them and said no. That's what I would have liked to have seen. But they told you you couldn't because if you were, you were, you were opposing uh, you know, the, the minorities. That wasn't true. George Soros is not a black man. Here's a newsflash for you. But he funded a lot of this, didn't he? He sure did. You see, this was an egregiously racist thing. But when I say this was an egregiously racist thing, I'm referring to the summer of rage in 2020 when they burned the black communities and destroyed the families and destroyed what little economic value there was left that the white liberals hadn't already destroyed. You want to talk about racism? It's occurring. It's occurring from the liberal left. It's occurring everywhere. They funded this destruction. And then they tried to convince you that you should believe. You should be so stupid and so ignorant that you should believe that this racist attack was somehow related to civil rights. It wasn't. There were peaceful protests that were out there talking about civil rights. I've got some Democrat friends here in my small town that, that supported BLM. Now, here's the problem. They were, many of them were too stupid to realize that BLM as an organization was a leftist, Soros, communist nightmare. But the problem is, is that the idea of protecting black lives from things like police brutality, which is a very, very rare occurrence, but does happen. Yeah, every, every entity, lawyers, police, everyone has bad eggs, right? Doesn't matter what your profession is. It's just when the police do something bad, everybody hears about it, and especially if it's related to minorities. And so should they be better? Absolutely, they should be better. But is there a reason that, uh, is there a reason that we want to you know, completely tear down a good institution, not support the good cops, because there are one or two bad eggs here or there? It's ridiculous. Jason Aldean is not racist, and his song is not pro-lynching or pro-anything else. When we look at this, and I like this article, it's uh, Federalist has really done a great job lately. I, I feel like I almost need to like reach out to them, see what I can do, because they're they've done some great articles. Uh, yeah, 
It, it, quoting from the article, in other words, Aldine's song is an assertion that rural Americans can and will defend themselves if faced with the same leftist political violence and chaos that has been unleashed on the metropolises. For the new woke world order to exist, the left needs citizenry, and particularly men, to be neutered. Hence the reason they label masculinity as toxic. Able-bodied males are expected to stand down when, for example, violent deranged criminal threatens to hurt anyone on this train in New York City subway. And if they if one dares to intervene, they'll protect those around them. They risk severe punishment. They want to get rid of men. This is another true aspect of this. Aldine talks about small town defending themselves. Of course they'll defend themselves. Why shouldn't we? This idea that this has to do with racism is a false lie. They, the left is trying to neuter men. They're trying to neuter anyone who is standing up for freedom. And you know what? I'm going to pay to download this. I get this song free on, on some of my services. I'm going to pay to buy this song. I'd pay to buy it three times if I could. I hope everybody on the planet buys this song 50 times. I hope you guys send support messages and thank you messages to Jason L. Dean. You tell him I said it because I'm going to try and get in touch with this guy, I think. This guy is dead right for what he did on this, and I, I applaud him for having the courage to do it. Uh, in fact, you know what? i got to see if I can. I'm going to see if I can't get licensed to use this song on my show. I'd love to play this song over and over and over again on this show and elsewhere just because Aldine deserves to have this song heard. With the idea that we can't defend ourselves against violence and against racism and against this absurdity. And make no mistake, there was racism in 2020, but it was on the part of the snowflakes and the lunatics and the, the white people that were paid by George Soros to go burn black neighborhoods and to stoke violence and to stoke looting. That was the racism. That was the racism. Y'all thought that it was BLM, you know, speaking out, right? There was no speaking out. When you start being violent, you lose any message that you have. Any legitimacy you have is gone. It doesn't matter how valid your point is or how legitimate what you're saying is. If you start becoming violent, you have lost your audience. It's gone. Any legitimacy, any sense that you have, gone. I absolutely support uh, working to to improve relationships between the communities. You know, the, the left has spent so many years destroying relationships between blacks, whites, and others. Segregation ended. The Democrats were mad when segregation ended. You know, you had a bunch of Democrats at that time in Congress that were avowed members of the KKK and other such groups. The Democrats were the ones that, by the way, uh, opposed ending segregation. They actually, uh, uh, Abraham Lincoln was Republican, by the way. The Democrats opposed it. And when when segregation was ended, thank God, the Democrats moved from, from uh, legal segregation, which they couldn't do anymore, to creating divides, creating hatred between the communities. That's what Lyndon Johnson's uh, uh, whole program was about. You know, I mean, it was creating these divides. It's garbage. I'm going to tell you something. Reparations don't work. I can't do anything about what happened 200 years ago. I am not going to apologize for being a racist because I'm not. In fact, I'm fighting my tail off to end that. Let me tell you how we move forward as a country. 
we come together regardless of the color of our skin and recognize we all bleed red. Black, white, brown, yellow, it doesn't matter what color your skin is. We all bleed red. Now, we can stand together and fight for a positive freedom and a positive future, or we can sit and whine about what happened 200 years ago. I'm sorry if your ancestors were enslaved. I'm sorry for the segregation that occurred in this country. I didn't do it. So I'm sorry for things that I didn't have anything to do with. But guess what? I'm not going to spend any time feeling bad about it because I didn't do it. And I'm not going to do it. And in fact, I'm fighting against it. I am actively taking a position to fight, fight against segregation, disparity, this, that, and other. I'm trying to stop what the Democrats keep trying to do, which is to force racism on our country, to tell us that we have to look at the color of your skin first. CRT, anybody? Critical race theory, DEI. We got to look at the color of your skin first. These people are bigots. We need to quit looking at the color of our skin, recognize we bleed red, and stand together as free people for freedom, for equal opportunity. Equal outcome will never exist, but equal opportunity must. That's freedom. When we stand together as one people, one united states of America, we will be truly free. Until that time, they will continue dividing us. They will continue paying for summers of rage and continue causing problems. I support Jason Aldean and his song. I support freedom. I support equality. And I am done with this bigotry. Support us at TomRens.com. Share the Tom Renz Show and the Out Loud Network. We'll be right back. was Henry Wadsworth Longfellow that said, lives of great men all remind us we can make our lives sublime and departing, leave behind us footprints on the sands of time. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the Wellness Company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. We know you love the versatility and portability of the Genesis Fogger, but sometimes you just want to set it and forget it. Well, we heard you. Introducing the UX4 HOCL Atomizer. This stationary unit quietly protects you and is perfect for smaller spaces. With over a quarter million units sold in Japan, it's now available in the United States. Visit genesisfogger.com forward slash out loud to see the UX4 in action and receive a 15% discount on either Falker with promo code OUTLOUD. With Genesis, you're ready for anything. Okay, welcome back and welcome to the world-famous Stacko Stuff segment. Very, very excited. Of course, all credit to the GOAT, uh, may he rest in peace, uh, Rush Limbaugh, for creating the concept of the stack of stuff. I mean, the stack of stuff thing, and it is. It's a very good idea. I mean, it's just 
much like everything else Rush did on uh, on radio. It was as good as it gets. But I do have quite the stack of stuff today. And let's start out with this. Republicans had better reject Democrats' NDAA culture war if they want any praise. So, yeah, Republicans and the NDAA, by the way, folks, is the National Defense Authorization Act, and that's the bill here. And you've heard me complain a lot, right, a lot about why Jim Jordan, the Freedom Caucus, and all these guys didn't include amendments, uh, you know, stopping the persecution of Trump with the debt ceiling and stuff like that, or amendments ending the 87,000 IRS agents, or all some of these other things, right? Um, they had the ability to do that, and they didn't because they're spineless. So they did some of that with the National Defense Authorization Act, which I'm very excited about, right? Now, they didn't do anywhere near as much as they should. Nowhere near, but they did some good things. Uh, they wanted to obstruct uh, funding for abortion, gender-affirming care, uh DEI training in the military, military-funded drag shows. I mean, yeah. I mean, can anybody tell me why the military should fund a drag show? How does that make our country safer? Can anyone explain that to me? I want one person to tell me why they support drag shows in the military. I want one person on this planet to give me a legitimate reason they would support paying taxes to go towards drag shows for the military. I, I just, I, this is stupid. This is stupid. Yet the Democrats support this. It's insane. Uh, so it passes. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, these are good things. And they're, they're not as much as there should be, but I'm grateful that they did it. Thank you, Thomas Massey and, uh, you know, the others. Uh, oh, actually, Thomas Massey voted against this. Ooh, I'm sorry. My mistake. Um, uh, you know, uh, apparently, four Republicans voted against the bill, including Thomas Massey and uh, three caucus members, Andy Biggs, Ken Buck, and Eli Crane. Their opposition was related to the fact that the bill... Oh, okay, so yeah, no, high fives to Thomas Massey and, and uh, Andy Buck, uh, or Ken Buck and Andy Biggs and Eli Crane. Uh, their opposition was related to the fact the bill still includes $300 million in security assistance for Ukraine. I was, I was very surprised. I had misread this. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm very happy. Thank you, Massey, for doing that. They're right. This is absurd. But, you know, there's all this nonsense going on. And, oh, the Republicans, we don't want to be part of the culture. No, you need to be part of the culture war. I'm sorry. There's no more of this. Well, we don't want to get into culture. Bull crap. Bull crap. Listen, I don't care. I'm not suggesting that you uh, pass laws that prevent people from existing. I am suggesting that you do not fund things that are garbage. Okay, so this is nonsense. Uh, and God bless these guys for having the courage to do this. They need to do more, a lot more. And uh, you got these, here's how you know they're doing good, right? Democrat Rep. Jennifer McClellan declared, extreme mega Republicans have turned the NDAA into another vehicle to wage their culture wars. As someone who has worn the uniform and has a uterus, unlike many opining on this subject, I'm furious. Jennifer McClellan, you're an embarrassment to veterans, an embarrassment to the United States, and a piece of garbage. 
Thank you for your service. Beyond that, your existence is trash where you belong. Okay. How's that for you, folks? Is that friendly enough or pointed enough? There's a good response for you, Republicans. Try that one. How's that for uh, not PC? All right. Headline, National File. RFK calls out the Ukraine biolabs. Well, that's true. He did. And it's good. Now, in March of, was it March of 2021, maybe? I wrote an article laying out the the story behind the Ukrainian biolabs, tying Metabiota and the others to it, and demonstrating that Biden probably made money off of it and should be investigated for it. Yes, biolabs are real in Ukraine. Yes, they've been real. I pulled all the documents and have copies of all the documents from the American Embassy website, folks, in Ukraine. Yes, we had biolabs there. There's no question about that. They were almost certainly doing gain-of-function research there and all sorts of tests. They were almost certainly doing... I mean, listen, this is insane. We know it's there. I'm glad that Kennedy's talking about it. I already gave him the cover on this one, right? I mean, you know, this is, this is absolutely there. It's been there. Uh, you know, and this, this article from National Files, okay. I mean, uh, you know, but, uh, you know, they reported on it a while back. I, I don't know. They probably copy. I, a lot of times people take my stuff and they, they take my research and then uh, they'll do their own and then call it theirs. And I don't know whether that happened or not, but I like National Files. So check out their story. It's a good story. And uh, they're good people. And, uh, it's a it's just but this is this is old news but worth revisiting because apparently a lot of people haven't heard that Hunter Biden's you know uh, invested company the company that his group invested in through Rosemont Seneca Metabiota you know the guys that were partners with EcoHealth Alliance in China and Wuhan when they made covid well they are also involved with the Ukrainian biolabs so uh, you can see, if you look at the source, we're going to post my Substack on it. It's an older Substack. But if you look, I've got the source documents on there. I saved them and put them on there. So you can look at that and uh, see. Uh, this is why the Substack is so important. I hope you're subscribed. Um, you know, I put stuff out there as often as I can. We put a lot of our rehash stuff from here. But it's really a critical, critical uh, source of information. All right. Now, I've been giving Rand Paul some garbage lately. And, uh, you know, I stand by everything I've said. But because, you know, I don't I don't like the headline stuff. But if I'm going to give him garbage, I got to give him kudos. And I got to tell you, I got some good Rand Paul stuff today. And I want to I want to congratulate him on on jumping on some of this stuff. Uh, Yeah. Rand Paul. So we got headline in Summit News. Rand Paul warns, we're out of ammo, we're out of money. It makes no sense to borrow money from China to send it to Ukraine. You are dead right, Rand Paul. God bless you for saying it. God bless you for saying it. And uh, this is exactly right. As Senator Paul declared Wednesday, the U.S. cannot afford to keep sending money and ammo to Ukraine in order to fight a war with Russia because the country has run out of both. We have. Uh, From a fiscal conservative perspective, 
It makes no sense to borrow money from China and send it to Ukraine, Paul urged, adding it's not like we're sending them surplus funds. It's like, oh, we have surplus ammo around. And no, we don't. He says, we're actually out of ammo now. We're out of money, and there's no real sense in continuing to do this. He's right. He's right. I'm sorry, Mitch McConnell. I'm sorry. I know that your communist-leaning wife and CCP-loving family all want to continue borrowing money from them to fund Ukraine's nonsensical war. But sorry, Mitch, we can't do it. Uh, you know, I know that's going to be devastating to you. You'll probably lose some payoffs or something like that. But you know, I don't know. That's just the way it is. So good, good job, Rand Paul. I appreciate it. high five to you and. Rand Paul actually, uh, he, he not only said that, but he actually did something that I thought was really important. Uh, he uh, included an amendment, the NDAA, that would have made clear that only Congress can declare war despite Article 5 of the NATO agreement. Now, this is already the law, right? Because the Constitution trumps any agreement, including the NATO agreement. And he just wanted to pass an additional law to clarify that. And he said, I think it should be an easy vote to affirm the Constitution. A vote against affirming the Constitution actually places in doubt the Constitution. Uh, Yeah, okay, that's pretty clear. Uh, So we have uh, 16 voted with Paul for the amendment. All were Republicans, Mike Braun, Ted Cruz, Steve Daines, Bill Hegarty, Josh Hawley, Ron Johnson, John Kennedy, James Langford, Mike Lee, Cynthia Loomis, Roger Marshall, Marco Rubio, Eric Schmidt, Tommy Tuberville, and J.D. Vance. God bless each and every one of you. J.D. Vance from my state of Ohio. Thank you, J.D. Vance. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Josh Hawley, Ron Johnson, of course. Always, you know, you can count on those guys. Eric Schmidt, good job. Let's go, Missouri. Hey, we're going to make Missouri actually red again. You just watch. Uh, Missouri, Ohio, we've got a few states we're working in real hard. We're going to make them real red states. You give me some time. Um, but, you know, these guys, uh, the amendment, uh, it failed. It failed because these weenie little douchebag neocon corrupt monsters. Hello, Mitch McConnell. Uh, you voted against it because, you know, they don't like our Constitution, yet they call themselves Republicans, folks. Think about that. Do not fund when red. Fund Donald Trump directly. Fund Republicans like Ron Johnson and others like that directly. Do not give a dime to win red. Mitch McConnell, Rona, Rona McDaniels, they, they run that. Do not give them money. Okay. Uh, headline, Washington Free Beacon. IRS Whistleblower X. A gay Democrat reveals identity and tells Congress he was blocked from investigating Hunter Biden. So we have a gay Democrat IRS whistleblower. And the only reason that he's gay and Democrat matters is that you know, the left always like said, well, these are these are conservative conspiracy theorists. I don't think so. There's nothing about this guy who uh, strikes me as a, a conservative conspiracy theorist. Uh, 
Joseph Zegler, a special agent with the tax agency for 13 years, described himself as a gay Democrat married to a man and said he come forward despite his personal politics because he believes no one should be above the law regardless of your political affiliation. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now that, that Joe Ziegler, a, a gay Democrat married to the man, is someone who I have more respect for than Mitch McConnell. How about that? This guy did something on principle. I may disagree and I'm guessing that I'd probably disagree with Joe Ziegler on a lot of stuff. But you know what? In this single act, Joe Ziegler earned my respect for doing the right thing. I appreciate that. I don't have to agree with Joe Ziegler about all of his political views. I don't care if he votes differently from me. I agree that we all get treated equally under the law. And I respect that he stood up for what he thought was right over what's easy. Mitch McConnell, he's a liar, a crook, and a sellout. He keeps selling us down the river. Compare that to Joe Ziegler, who disagrees with everything that he uh, that his actions will result in, but knows that it was the right thing to do. It's the difference between respect and apparently uh, being able to buy votes. This is why I frequently say that the worst thing that we can have are people like Mitch McConnell who are, are selling us down the river while trying to pat us on the back. All right. Jason Aldean's song uh, that we already talked about this show, right? But there was a great tweet that we didn't get to and I want to I want to touch on. Uh, this is by Amiri King, who I don't know who Amiri King is, but... Uh, Amiri King is apparently aware of and knowledgeable about uh, music. And Amiri King says, and I'm reading the tweet, so, J quote, Jason, so Jason Aldean is catching a lot of SH something for his new song because the lyrics in his video. Let's highlight some of the music lyrics that aren't causing any controversy and see why that might be, shall we? Uh, Amiri King then lists several songs. And I, I don't really know anything about uh, DMX, Ice Cube, Sadat X, Biggie, or Rick Boss, but these are the songs that they listed. And uh, here you go. So DMX says, quote, if you got a daughter older than 15, I'm a rape her. Take her on the living room floor right there in front of you, then ask you seriously what you want to do. Well, that's not controversial. That's perfectly fine. Great job, DMX. Okay, Ice Cubes, quote from his song. So don't follow me up and down your market. You little chop suey ASS will be a target of the nationwide boycott. Juice with the people. Uh, that's what the boy got. So pay respect to the black fist or we'll burn your store down to a crisp. And then they'll see you because you can't turn the ghetto into black Korea. That seems a little bit racist. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Um, Sadat X. I have no idea who this is. I've heard of DMX and Ice Cube. I don't know them. Uh, not, you know, I don't know. Uh, maybe these guys are okay. But I'm just, the point here is, I don't know. These guys might be okay. Seems like their lyrics are a bit much. But, you know, whatever. The question is, why is Jason Aldean getting called names, but these guys are okay? I don't know Sadat X. 
but he says, quote, though I can freak, fly, flow, F up a uh, F a derogatory word for gay people. Don't understand their ways, and I ain't down with the gays, says Sadat X. Uh, Biggie says, then I'm dipping up the block, and I'm robbing B.I. itches uh, to up the herring bones and bamboos. I wouldn't give an F if you're pregnant. Give me the baby rings and the number one uh, uh, mom pennant. Okay. Rick Boss says, Put Molly all in her champagne. She ain't even know it. I took her home and I enjoyed that. She ain't even know it. That's about raping people, by the way. Um, interestingly enough, in this tweet, they put, you know, like the symbols to stand for words for the, for the derogatory term for a gay person, but didn't mind using the word F-U-C-K all over the place. Okay. Uh, hypocrisy, anybody? You know, meanwhile, in country music, you got uh, Garth Brooks and uh, Trisha Yearwood, who I loved Garth Brooks' music back in the day. I don't know what the hell happened to him, but they're out there uh, trying to raise money for poor people. Only in Ukraine, though. Uh, okay. Uh, last but not least, New York City tells migrants there's no more room in the city. Uh, I don't know. It seems like they're not very inclusive. Please share the Tom Renz Show on the Out Loud Network and support us at TomRenz.com. And check out our new website at Renz-Law.com. We'll see you guys soon.